The scripture reading today is Genesis 3, 8 through 10, and Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Genesis. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be a healing of your flesh and a refreshment of your body. As you see on the screen, this is a sermon that was uh, conceived and intended to be preached by my wife, the Reverend Dr. Betty Green. And because she's only got enough voice right now to guide me and direct me, I have stepped in in an effort to raise her sermon using the text that she chose, the title that she chose, and hopefully the spirit with which she would have come to this sermon with. Now, in case I was not clear about my role in this, my son, who called to check on both of us, pointed out to me very clearly and very directly, you can't preach mama's sermon. And so I understand that there are limitations. I'm not attempting to preach the words of her sermon or to capture all that was on her mind, but to fill in and to hopefully connect with what she would have lifted in the way of a sermon. The sermon is entitled, Where Are You? Uh, you heard the scriptures read, the one from Genesis and one from Proverbs. Uh, and I immediately have to deal with the questions about the question. There are questions that emerge as you read this text, particularly the Genesis text, and hear the question that God asked of Adam and of Eve. Uh, soon after their being placed in the garden, uh, we find God walking through the garden in the cool of the evening, looking for Adam and Eve. Now, looking is a figurative and a loaded term in this sermon. He, God is looking for Adam and looking for Eve and uh, raises the question, where are you? Now, I am of the belief that God asked that question face to face. The omniscient God, the all-knowing God, the omnipresent God, one who is in all places, the omnipotent God, the God of all power, ask a question as if our God would not know the answers, where are you? 
It's a real question, not a rhetorical question, not a hypothetical or a figurative question. God asked, particularly of Adam, where are you? Now, God placed Adam and Eve in the garden and directed them to eat everything but the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Uh, they were free in the garden, free with no burdens, no responsibility, no fears, no enemies, no shame. That's key to this text. There was no shame, not even shame of their nakedness. They were placed in the garden with no clothes, but they were not ashamed until they ate of that tree. This day, they're in hiding hiding from God. They've got new outfits on. The text points out they sewed fig leaves together and made some clothes. They are no longer naked, but they're still hiding. What are they hiding from and why are they hiding? Where are you, God asks. It's not a geographical question. God never, ever needed MapQuest. There's no need for a GPS when you're a God who placed everything where it is and everybody where they are. It's not a question of physical location. These people and we people were created to live in God and with God, and they have come to be disconnected. And thus the question, where are you? The tree that we spoke of is key to this question and key to some answers. The tree of knowledge of good and evil we have shortened and therefore distracted from its original intention and what it really is. Was there a tree that provided all knowledge to anyone? And the answer to that would be no. It's not the tree of knowledge, it's the tree of knowledge of good and evil, of right and wrong. It's not needed in the garden when God is the guide, when people are being told by God and shown by God what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. But then they ate from that tree, and that's the beginning of human judgment. And you and I have discovered human judgment is flawed, judgment. It's imperfect judgment. We encounter countless people who are harmed by what they have learned or come to believe. We are among those people. As soon as we start to know things, as soon as we start to think ourselves to be smart, we begin to exercise the imperfection of being human. We were connected and now we are hiding. Where are you, God asks. Well, Solomon, who's been called the greatest man and the wisest man who ever lived, may help us with this in Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. God is asking the question, where are you? Not for geographic reasons, but for several others. First, I would suggest is the question, where are you cognitively? 
Uh, and that verse five helps us with that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. Don't trust your own reasoning. Don't trust your own insight. Trust in the Lord. Cognitively, you can't figure it out on your own. Where are you cognitively? You're in a place that is dependent upon God and you're hiding, I'm hiding. Adam and Eve are hiding from God. Where are you cognitively is a part of the question. And then where are you relationally? The next verse is in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. It says in King James, he will direct thy paths. God will direct your path if you acknowledge God's lordship and God's insight and supremacy. Where are you cognitively? Where are you uh, in other matters? Where are you emotionally? It says in the next verse, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. We are unfortunately wise in our own eyes. Not your thoughts, God, not your ideas, but we're following somebody. We need to recognize that we don't truly have thoughts of our own. We don't truly originate understanding we are following somebody, it's probably best that it be the Lord. You're following somebody, you're trusting and believing somebody, your eyes deceive you, you think you dream these things up on your own. I think like that, Adam and Eve thought like that. You are either trusting God or trusting someone else not worthy of your trust. Where are you emotionally? Who are you believing? The last verse is key. Where are you spiritually? It will be a healing for your flesh, the text says, and a refreshment for your body. It will restore God's intention for you. Spiritually, this is what we were getting at in Genesis. This is what Solomon is getting at in Proverbs. Where are you spiritually? It will be a healing for your flesh and a refreshment from your body. When you come home, when you come to understand where you are in all of those ways that I've named, where am I? I'm right here, Lord. I'm in your hands, Lord. I'm in your bosom. I'm in your design. I'm in your heart. I'm right here, Lord. And here I'll stay.